0: It's really a good time again to start implementing and evaluating those at the beginning of the year because it's very easy to say to your clients and to your team, hey, the new year, we're changing this process. We're implementing this system. We're getting new softwares. Hey, bear with us for a minute. Mm -hmm. The new year, this starts. Welcome to the Know Your Worth show where we teach you how to think about your money differently so that you can achieve your sexy money goals. I'm Sydney,
1: your money maven and owner of Know Your Worth. And I'm Kristen, Sid's Dime Peace bestie, team member, and busy mom twins, here to make sure that those of us without a financial degree can still level up with each episode. Let's get started on reaching your next goal. Happy New
0: Year! <laughs> Happy 2024, everybody! Uh, welcome Yay. to the Know Your Worth podcast.
1: I am one of your hosts, Sydney, or money maven. And I am Sid's Dime Peace bestie and assistant and all the things, Kristen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are in the new year. How does it feel? God, I like a fresh start. Me too. Yeah. I love
0: New Year. It just makes me so happy. I love a good planning session.
1: Yep. I'll crash my burn set. By <laughs> Right now, I'm just going to ride that new <laughs> no, feeling. Gonna that new <laughs> no, you're going to just gonna ride the high all year. All year. All year. All year. Absolutely. 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 It's going to be
0: so good. It's yes. going to be the best it's year enjoyed. there ever was. What are you have funny. for us today? So, in the theme of the new year mm-hmm. and starting fresh, we are going to talk about the 12 things that uh, every business owner should do in the beginning of the new year. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I thought it would be a good way to start fresh. We're not going to dive in too deep with anything, you know, sticky like taxes just yet. Just yeah. In. Just dip yeah. yeah. out no into the new year.
1: We're going to stay positive for
0: a yeah. little bit. We're yeah. not going to worry about taxes just no. yet. We're going to be all light and glowy and think about yep. all positive things yep. and all the growth mindset we have before we go down that rabbit hole.
1: Perfect. Yeah. All right. Start us off.
0: So the 12 things. So should I go through the whole list of 12 things first or should we just get right into it?
1: I think we get right into it.
0: Okay. The first two we're just going to touch on
1: okay. because
0: we go very in-depth with these in the coming episodes. Yes. So uh, financial planning mm-hmm. for the year and tax planning for the year, the first two. Financial planning for the year is going to be things like retirement planning, investment planning, structuring your finances and things like that. And then tax planning is obviously a little bit more in-depth tax planning that's going to be your business and your personal stuff. Mm-hmm. So we are going to get into both of those really heavily in the coming episodes. We're not going to dig into too much to those right now. We're going to just leave it
1: right there, actually. All right. Yeah. And we're going to have guests for those too. We are. Our yes. We will have our first guess
0: so exciting.
1: Yeah.
0: Who do you That's think hard. it's going to be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. find thing. out. <laughs> We're not going to tell you right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we are going to go on to number three. Okay. Number three is going to be reflect on the previous year. Okay. Pretty simple start. Makes sense. Sort of self-explanatory here, but there are some good tips to this that we have. So when you're reflecting on the previous year, you want to evaluate your business's performance over the last year. So having those relevant financial statements are going to be crucial for this. You want to identify what worked well and what didn't work so well, and then consider some of the financial metrics that are important to you. So do you have any KPIs for your business that are really particular to you that you want to really drill into or take some oversight there?
1: Okay, so let me ask you a question. As I yeah. know you're worth, can your client schedule a meeting with you and be like, "Hey, I just want to talk about like everything that happened last year and how I can move forward." Absolutely, yeah. You like doing that with people?
0: I do. It feels like something. You I like. really do. So <laughs> I love to do those meetings with business owners that have, especially the ones that are like as giddy as I am to mm-hmm. go through it. It's such a fun time, and especially the clients that we have that are excited to bounce ideas off of other people, because that's where I think I get a lot of the satisfaction out of being involved in lots of businesses mm-hmm. is I get to help them with parts that I wouldn't normally. So like, do we have marketing ideas? Do we have yeah. sales strategy ideas? Do we have more things and how can we then build that into their financial statements and their budget for the year? So I love doing those. I love doing those meetings. I think they're really fun.
1: I was just thinking, too, as you're talking, you have such a wide range of businesses that you mm-hmm. work with. You have florists and mm-hmm. boutiques, and then you have law firms and law construction. construction. Yep. Yeah. So you get to see the whole spectrum of it. It's mm-hmm. pretty neat. It is cool. It's definitely
0: <laughs> scratches all the itches for me of not needing to go and find a new job because I can just pick a different industry for a day or a week and feel like I'm in like a totally different spot. So as much as I can. But yeah, I really enjoyed that part of it. It is really fun. When you're reflecting on your previous year, one of the big tips that I got from a couple of different books and podcasts that I've listened to is, again, when you're doing this review, try to get as specific as possible with your time. If you are not someone that tracks your time, that's fine. You can do what's called a calendar audit. If you do have a calendar, I know I do. I'm obsessed with my calendar. I have to- Like a Google
1: calendar? It
0: can be anything. It can be a written calendar, a Google calendar, just any way that you keep track of your schedule. So if it's a Google calendar- See if you can go and export your 2023 and see all of the meetings that you had, all the events, the plans, and highlight what days went well or were planned out and highlight what days weren't. that if you see a meeting and you were like, this was terrible, or give yourself that overview of what sticks out as pain points and what sticks out as really high points. Or if you're looking at it, when was it periods of like really intense pressure? What were periods of just like easier times that felt really good? And did you do something specific during those time frames that you can either mimic or avoid? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like doing that. This is probably... Not the first year, but this is the most in-depth my calendar has ever been this past year. Yeah. So I'm really excited to do it this year because I think I also probably should set a timer for myself for this because I could probably go really, really deep 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 into some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I should probably set a limit for how long I go into it. But the calendar audit something that's really fun just to give you kind of immediate pain points of like, when do you remember feeling really stressed? When do you remember feeling really great? Mm -hmm. Were there periods where like you felt really healthy? Were there periods where you really didn't feel very healthy? Mm -hmm. And then look at the meetings around those times. Look at what was booked around those times. See, is it a recurring person that you were around during that time? Was it a recurring client that you were around during that time? Was it something that you didn't get to the gym during this whole time frame? Figure out what was the cause of the feelings. And then that will help you restructure your thought process for the new year.
1: And plan a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I love yeah. that. All right. Yeah.
0: So I, I always enjoy doing that. I'm very excited to do that one this year. And the next one is to set clear goals. We're always setting goals over here. I think that's one of my favorite things to constantly do is have goals <laughs> for the minute, the day, the hour. No, kidding. But I do have a lot <laughs> yeah. of goals. I will write down my to-do list every day. I will write down my to-do list every week. I have monthly goals. I have quarterly goals. I have yearly goals. And I have my 5, 10, 20, whatever goals that are always changing around. But I love to track and set goals. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm I'm a very goal-oriented person.
1: Was it your pap or somebody that said, what's next or now what? Always, yeah. What is it?
0: Always. He was like, okay, what next? What next? Always, yeah, or now what? It was one of the other things. All right, so what are you going to do about it now? Yeah. Great, it worked, but what are you going to do? What are you you going to do next?
1: Mm -hmm. I wanted you to tell everybody what you and Alex do with your goal setting. She has the model. Because I think goal setting can get like a little overwhelming. Yes. Or sometimes when you're somebody who is so goal-oriented, when you accomplish one, you just zoom past it and go to the next thing and forget to celebrate yourself. So I love this. So all that. Yep. So
0: what Alex started mm-hmm. doing for me a couple years ago, and we've carried it to a couple different pieces now, is every year for Christmas, one of the presents that he gets me is a, like a really nice bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. So every year, it's just a, a really cool bottle. It's either a really pretty bottle, a really mm-hmm. different bottle, one we've never had, maybe a pricier one, maybe a highly recommended one. Last year, it was like a really pretty multicolored one that the box like rotated around when you pulled a tab and it wow. was like oranges and reds. It was like really vibrant box. It was super cool. But what we do on it is we pick a goal for the year. Mm-hmm. Mostly I I pick a goal for the year, but I do want it to be something that's going to benefit both of us for the most part. Because when I open this bottle, we're both going to drink it. So I want it to be for both of us. So we have done this every year for the past like six years, I think. And yeah, it is a really fun process. So we will either put a post-it note on the box or we'll put a bow on the box with what we're doing. Or we then got a little bit more, we're we're doing this throughout the year with maybe just regular bottles of champagne too, like your classic, you know, La Marca or, you know, (laughs) some of the Andre, you know, go get your Andre bottle. That's fine too. And get out your silver Sharpie and you can write right on the bottle. And those Mm -hmm. ones are really fun too. And sometimes we'll put the bottles out on like our bookshelf or at like our house, we'll have them on our countertop with what the goal is. And then whenever we hit that goal, we drink the bottle of champagne. I
1: love that. That's so much fun. Yeah, it is
0: really fun. So this past year was Alex quitting his job. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah,
0: so we had Alex quitting his job and uh, 30 under 30. Yeah. Yeah, 30 under 30. But we got 30 under 30 really fast. So yeah, it happened in like, like January, in like January. Yeah. I think we got the call in January and that was always been a big goal of mine. So I won Pittsburgh 30 under 30 and we, yeah, we got the call in January. So I'm like, this was my goal, but I can't open it yet. Like I, I need something else. So then the goal was for Alex to quit his job and be full-time at Your And we did that in April.
1: Yeah. yeah so that was that's fun. So awesome. That was pretty fun. It so any ways really cool. that you can make set the goal, but then how am I going to stop and recognize myself? Exactly. It exactly.
0: Yeah. And that's always tough. I'm someone that loves to celebrate. I'm a big fan of celebrations and fun, but I do have to stop myself and actually soak it in sometimes. Cause I am very quick to move to, okay, what's the next one? What's the next yeah. step? What's the next tier? And make sure you enjoy it there.
1: Yeah. yeah. I feel like you could stay and celebrate somebody else for a really long time, but when it's you, you're just like, nah. Yep. Move
0: on. Yeah, that makes sense. I love a celebration. Yeah, you do. It's like Kristen got me uh, a pair of champagne bottle earrings for Christmas last year, I think, right? Or my birthday. Yeah. And I love them. I wear them all the time.
1: (laughs) Because life's a party, man. Life's
0: a party. (laughs) Absolutely. Life is a party. It's great. So yeah, setting clear goals is huge. Make sure that they have a time bound to them. You set the plan. You do a smart goal planning session. Mm -hmm. But setting those clear goals for yourself and for your business is going to be a big part of kicking off the new year, right? That one's sort of a no-brainer there.
1: Don't know where you're going if you don't decide. Exactly. So the next
0: one is review and update your business plan. If you have a business plan, and I would highly recommend this activity for everybody if you've had a business and you don't have a business plan, what are you in business for? What's your business plan? What's the point of your business? Where do you want to go with it? What do you want to do with it? So review and update that business plan or create the business plan if you have never had one. It will just guide you along to make sure that whenever opportunities come, that they are in line with your values for your business and your values for yourself. And they're in line with what the ultimate goal is for the business. It'll help you keep on the path. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Is there like a template for a business plan? Or
0: There's a bunch actually, but really? some of them are really like, not unnecessary, but if you were submitting like a business plan to like an investor or a bank, they're really built Indeed. out. So you can go on to Canva and make a business plan. You can go to chat GTP now and make a business oh, yeah. plan. So if you went into chat GTP and said, I have this business, I want to make this much money in one year, three or five years, I want to have kind of five employees down the road. This is the product that we offer, develop and say, can you write me a business plan mm-hmm. and just see what comes out and then tailor it from, from there. Yeah. 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 I,
1: I never thought about doing it on ChatGPT. love ChatGPT. Yeah. That's great. Do you have a business plan? Have you ever created a business plan? I don't think I have. We should put one together. Like yeah. me and you should have a day where we retool and make our business plan. Hey, if we can have snacks and like champagne. <laughs> celebrate
0: oh. making them yes uh, yes we're going to do it <laughs> then the next step for mm. that is evaluate your marketing strategies so how did you gain sales last year where did mm-hmm. your sales come from and what's the plan for this year okay so sitting and thinking about what was the effectiveness of the marketing strategy that you did last year did you do ads on facebook did mm-hmm. you do google ads did you track on google analytics did you you know have a referral program like what did you use for your marketing strategy last year think about how you can gain new sales. I think a lot of the time we want our sales to come from one spot and they They come from
1: somewhere we don't expect.
0: Yes. And I think that Instagram is a little, not a trap, but Instagram can be like the thing that you think you need to spend a lot of money on is social media and really investing there. It might not be the best option for you. So thinking about not necessarily what everyone else in the market's doing, but what do you need to do for your business? The Golf Academy is a really hyper-local business. So like advertising on instagram is one thing but if somebody in the south hills of pittsburgh sees it they're probably not going to drive their kid to the north hills right so we're probably better off posting in the neighbors of gibsonia Mm -hmm. pages or the neighbors of allison park or specific Mm -hmm. neighborhood group pages and if we do ads that's where we should maybe do our ads Mm -hmm. so that they just see it literally every day rather than getting the whole of pittsburgh for a couple weeks but we get this hyper local group a couple times so think about it from that perspective
1: and what is your business? Like my sister-in-law with her boutique. Mm-hmm. Instagram is huge for her because exactly. she gets on and makes videos and shows what she has in stock and all these people see it. Yep. But for us at Know Your Worth, Instagram is more of a, I'm going to use this person, but I want to just go do a deep dive on what kind of business they have or what do they know? What do they share? So yes. ours is more like a catalog of here's all the things we know and do. Yes. We're reputable. This is yeah, real. It's real. educational. It's informational. Yeah, we're fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get a little bit of our personality, a little
0: bit of our business background, but yep. we're not necessarily selling on Instagram. Exactly, and we probably could do a little bit more this year, especially with the podcast. I could probably put my face on stories a little bit more because when I did do that, it was helpful. That's but how sometimes I found that's you. hard.
1: Yeah, did you really? That's how Danny and I found you through your content days. No way.
0: Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get back on. See, I would okay. never know. All right. I take it back. Find your best friend. I'm like, I know. I'm going to get back on Instagram. I'm going to get back on Instagram. I'm going to put my face on there. Don't find uh, your best friend. (laughs) No new friend. (laughs) Public threats on podcasts. Anyway. too funny. Uh, Yeah. So evaluate those marketing strategies. See where people are coming from. Make sure you're asking your current clients how they found you. Did they find you through referrals or Instagram, social media, just searching on the internet? How did they find you? And lean into that a little bit. Number seven. Oh, yeah. Number seven. Number seven. It's a big one. So it's a, oh. it's, a, it's fine. It's uh it's employee <laughs> it's review and fine. development. It's review your employees. See what their kind of workload is. See what their happiness levels are at. See what their development's mm-hmm. at. Do you need to provide more training opportunities? Do you need more? Do you need more staffing? Are they overworked? Are they underperforming? Do a deep dive look at those employees and see where maybe you could have some room for improvement with your employees. And How'd I would you say look at that- me when you said that, Kristen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> internal dread. Get out of internal here.
1: Dread, <laughs> internal dread. I don't want an employee. So <laughs> I I
0: did my employee review yesterday and Kristen passed with flying colors. Where's my shampoo? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's right there. So my employee review this year was pretty quick. It was fantastic. I, our team is really wonderful and we have such a great group of people. So this year, what I want to do is really see what everybody's personal goals are mm-hmm. and how can Know Your Worth help with personal goals. And also career goals. So can we go to more conferences or trainings or does anybody want to do any more continuing education or get certifications in anything? That's one of my big goals for this year. And then the 401k plan we were talking about so that they have some benefits too. Nice. But we just onboarded a couple people to know your worth. And we're really excited to dig in deeper with a lot of the new people that we have starting. So my employee review and development happened a little bit last month, mm-hmm. but then we've we're gonna true it up even more as we hit yeah. the ground running with these new people.
1: I think a new year is always a good time to if you do have a sticky situation with an employee or something, just to say, like, Hey, we're all starting fresh and you can address those issues and it's not like weird. Yes. Yeah, it's not a good that it clear cut weird, off. But yeah, it's just like And the a, same
0: thing goes for clients. Yeah. You're right. The same thing goes for clients. It just gives you a nice hey, here's what I want to in do. In the new year, later. this is what's gonna right. change. In the new year, we're reevaluating things. This is a new priority for us. Right. Yep. Right. Absolutely. No, that's absolutely true. For number eight, we're going to do a technology and systems check. Your technology and your systems, take a look. Are there any processes that you feel like are really slow? Mm -hmm. Are there any technologies that you have that you feel like really are detrimental to you? Mm -hmm. Do you have a really old laptop that just like crashes every other day? Would it be really helpful to have an iPad for people to sign in or register when they come into your place of business? Mm -hmm. Do you have a good CRM to manage your clients in? Mm -hmm. And are you getting that Information accurately, efficiently, and is it helping your business? Or is that something that's hurting you or holding you back in your business? Mm -hmm. Are there new systems that could be implemented? So, for bookkeeping, there's a couple different systems that are like extremely helpful for our month end processes and closes and our client management. And it's really a good time again to start implementing and evaluating those at the beginning of the year because it's very easy to say to your clients and to your team, hey, the new year. We're changing this process. We're implementing this system. We're getting new softwares. Hey, bear with us for a minute. Mm-hmm. The new year, this starts. Mm-hmm. So it's the perfect time for that too, because I think everybody's a little bit more willing to work with people on new systems and processes and implementations too. Right. For number nine, we're going to do some customer feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would recommend reaching out to your clients and getting some feedback from them. Send surveys. You can get insights. Metodials, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think those are really good spots to hear from your clients to then make changes there. So what are they happy with? What are they not happy with? You might learn some new things that you didn't know your clients cared about these things. Mm -hmm. And they could be really good things that you're doing that maybe you weren't going to continue that service. And if you don't ask your clients for some of that feedback, you might not continue to do it. So again, it's the perfect time. No client is going to be shocked by an end of year survey. Mm -hmm. It's pretty standard. It's pretty normal. So I think that's a great way to kick off the New Year's with one of those two.
1: I think on the spin side of that is your own satisfaction with the clients that you work with and are you billing them what is appropriate for the workload that you're doing for them and does that need to be changed in the new year? Because that's a good time too. like we're changing our prices. This is your new proposal. This is the Mm -hmm. work we did for you last year and we're severely undercharging you. But without saying that. Yeah, just like how happy am I with the people that I work with?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely a good thing to do internally. Uh, yeah, we did that at Know Your Worth a few, a few days ago. That was And fine. Um, <laughs> yep, it's fine. No, there was some oversight on my part on one of our clients' bills. I hadn't set up the recurring bill in the system. So it was a really good check for me to see, oh crap, I didn't set up the recurring bill. So we had to get that set up and email the client to just let them know nothing was wrong. We weren't, mm-hmm. it was just an oversight on our part. We're going to start it now. You know, we're not going to go back and make them pay for (laughs) the oversight on my part. Yeah. So that's a great time to do it. It's a great spot to be in it is evaluating the current clients that you have and your satisfaction with them and then also getting some of their feedback for
1: you. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Number 10, double digit. Number 10
0: is risk management. Oh, it gives us a little bit of a chill here. (laughs) So whenever I think about this, I look back and I try to think of all of the struggles that my clients had this year. Mm -hmm. So what were any of the like dumpster fires? You know, (laughs) like that's truly what I try to say is like friends and family, who went through it this year? Like Mm -hmm. who had something that they were like, I do not want this to happen to me. Or wow, if I was in this position, that would stink. And if you don't have anybody around you that went through anything, like that's great. Bless, you know, your family, (laughs) your friends are (laughs) all good. (laughs) Please, like you were good. But so maybe think about what are some of the scariest parts of your business? What are you the most worried about? And how can you mitigate those risks? Mm-hmm. So is it getting insurance? Is it updating your contracts? Is it reaching out to certain vendors or certain people that you know are you're behind on or you haven't heard back from them? Just getting ahead of those things to mitigate any of the risky things that your business might be not necessarily doing if you're doing risky things, but just the operations are making you uncomfortable. You know, what can you do to... Sleep better at night. Sleep better at night. Exactly. Exactly. So consulting with a lawyer, consulting with your bookkeeper and your tax accountant. Mm
1: -hmm. Talking to other business owners.
0: Yes. Ask them, what did they go through? What was really hard for them this year? Mm -hmm. I know I've talked about some of the things that were really hard for me this year, but making sure you file things with the IRS on time and getting tracking for it. Because even if you do, you want to make sure. So what's risk mitigation? Anytime you send something to the IRS get a timestamp for it, Mm -hmm. make sure that you know all the deadlines, put them in your calendar ahead Mm -hmm. of time so that you're well in advance of the deadlines on things. That was one of the things I went through this year that was really annoying that I don't want to have to do again. So I want to make sure this year we're like so far ahead of the deadline that there's not even the opportunity. We did a lot of our contracts and updates last year. So I feel pretty good about our contracts going into this year. But I do want to go on and evaluate some of the one-off services that we do. Should there be additional stipulations in there for certain consulting projects that we have? Where are we using the right language and terminology in our deliverables and things like that, that we're making sure we're covered with some of the new segments that we're going into. So those are some of the ways that we're going through risk mitigation. The other way that you can also go through risk mitigation is credit versus debit card. All the banks say that, Credit cards are just the better thing to be using because if someone steals your information, the credit card company will refund you the money. If your debit card is stolen and someone swipes your debit card, it goes into an entire investigation that you might not get that money back. Oh, wow. Yeah. So credit card companies, if you claim fraud and someone stole that card information, and you shut it off, the credit card company will give you the money back. Mm -hmm. The bank for the debit card might not give you the money back. So that's a scary thing sometimes to think about. But it's one of the ways that you can easily mitigate risk. If you are a credit averse person, you don't want to use credit cards, you don't want to use debt to finance your business. That's fine. See what your monthly transactions are and know that you can pay off that credit card every month mm-hmm. or use and swipe the credit card just when you know you're in. Where are you ordering from? Where are you purchasing from? Is there a, a potential for someone to take your information in this capacity? Use the credit card over the debit card. Just
1: saying, mm-hmm. Good yeah. tips.
0: Yeah. Number 11 is networking and relationship building. Oh, my favorite. Yes. yes. This is high up on our list this year. Oh, good. Yeah. You too. You're coming with me. I get to go to events with you. <laughs> Fun. How do you feel about networking events?
1: How do I feel about networking events? I'm like Sid's introverted counterpart. So I like the food and the drinks and I like to be alone in a corner <laughs> or behind Sid as she just works the room. I love networking. Events. I know. There was a meme the other day love and it them. was like, do you ever go out with your friend who feels like they're the mayor and you're just there like
0: coding their birth? Uh-huh.
1: Yes, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: it's funny because then when I say that a loud, I hope that doesn't make me sound like an ass. Oh, sorry. Am I allowed to swear on here? I guess yeah, I can. It's, it's, it's my podcast. podcast. <laughs> I hope it doesn't make me sound like an ass, but I do love, I love networking events. Your, I, lo- it it I love, it. does. I love public cup. speaking. I love chatting with people. I love yeah. to hear what they're doing and their businesses. And what they're up to and it really does it makes me feel really good mm-hmm. and it's funny because like when you say are you ever with someone that you feel like they're the mayor and that's like my dad to a t you know yeah, like you are, anywhere yeah. i go with my dad i'm like he's the mayor you know so it's you feel that way about me when i'm yeah. with my dad it's nap i'm gonna let him go he's just gonna walk around and know every single person in this room yep And I'm just going
1: to sit back and watch. Yeah. (laughs) I can't ever picture you sitting back and watching like a social situation.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Walking around with my parents. I mean, like they always wanted us to interact and talk with everybody. And that's probably why I I like it so much is because we were very much forced into it. But yeah, when my dad just goes around the room and just chats, you just take a seat and just listen. Yeah. You just nod. Yeah. Agree and go along with it. It's great. I love watching him. He's really just loves being around people. He likes to talk more than anyone I've ever met, including myself. And it's great. I think that he's a big part of the reason why I really enjoy it too. So it is a lot of fun. And my mom too. She just loves chatting with everybody and hearing all their stories and but she's a really good listener, too. So, yeah.
1: yeah. And they're business owners. Yeah. They get the yeah. value of that. And I understand the value of it. It's just not in my skill set. Yeah. No, I totally yeah. get that. I totally get that. Once I'm comfortable and I can make friends and I can do those things, yeah. but it depletes my social battery. Whereas you go and you're like filled to the brim and excited and don't want to go to sleep at night. Yep. And I'm like, get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get to my bed. <laughs> and there are certain networking events that I think are a lot more beneficial
0: than other ones. Okay. I went to a couple this past year that were like round table networking events hmm. or speed dating networking events. Oh. Yeah. So it was pretty neat. What we did was you came in and you got a piece of paper that said table numbers. And for the first, you know, 10 minutes you were at this table number and then a random num- number and then a random oh, number like and then a random that number. That. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, after 10 minutes you got up and you walked around. And so what was really easy was you were just around in a circle. Everybody had their business cards in front of them, and you did your little elevator pitch to the table. Oh, and funny. so you went and you were with different people. Every table was new people. And it was just like a quick elevator pitch. So you didn't have to get into more small talk than you you wanted to. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Oh,
0: how about this (laughs) weather this week? How about them stillers?
1: (laughs) But I like that because then you can see, do I like this person's vibe? Yes. And I need their service. Yes. So that's somebody I would get in touch with. Mm -hmm. Didn't you have a way that you were tracking people at networking events that you like, I met this person at golf. They have two kids. Talk about that. Talk
0: about your stalker. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit of a stalker (laughs) system, huh? but you know, it's funny. I got this tip from Bill Clinton. But I, I remember listening to a podcast or a book. I've actually heard it in multiple spots. That like Bill Clinton used to like. He knew everybody's name. It was mm-hmm. one of the many reasons why people loved him when he was becoming the president. Mm-hmm. Was because he knew your name. He knew where he knew you from. He knew everything. He remembered every conversation that he had with everybody. Mm-hmm. So he'd walk up to you and ask, "How are you doing? How are your kids? How's this?" Mm-hmm. Like he just was Very so personal, charismatic. Yeah. And he would take notes or he would really remember things. Mm -hmm. So the tips that I've always gotten and that I started doing was whenever I would go to a networking event or I'd go to any social situation where I was meeting new people, I have the app ClickUp. So Mm -hmm. we use, and now we're using it as our like full blown CRM for our business. So I have a space in ClickUp or a page in ClickUp that is like people, just people. And so I've made categories of like their name, what event did I meet them at and where do they work? What's their email? If I have that information, I don't necessarily make them fill out the checklist with me right then and there. (laughs) Can I have your social security number, (laughs) please? I just need it for my records. (laughs) You know, please give me access to your calendar. I'd like to schedule our future (laughs) event. But so I'd keep their name. If they said their spouse's name, I'd try to have a column for their spouse. If they said their kids' names, I would try to have a column for their kids' Mm -hmm. names. And then I had the little column for just like areas of interest, like things we talked about. So Did we talk about golf? Did we talk about bookkeeping finance? Are they a business owner? Mm -hmm. Do they despise certain things? You know, are they allergic to certain things? And I would just try to note like really high level quick things. And so walking away, it would maybe take 20 seconds to fill out. Yeah. Especially if you had their business card. But it's one of those things that if you leave, then you forget the names, you forget the people, you mm-hmm. forget all the stuff. And I used to be really bad at names. I would hear someone say their name and go one in in one ear and <laughs> out Always. the other. Like Bye. I was horrible at names. And the golf academy is actually what made me really good at remembering names because I had to be in a lesson with eight Mm -hmm. women at a time, and then the very next week, remember all of their names or else I would feel rude and I didn't want to not remember their names. So in the beginning, like kind of the first session, I would say, Hey, I'm really bad at names. I need to say them out loud a couple of times tonight. I'm sorry if you feel weird that I'm saying your name so many times, but I have to say them to remember them. So what I've done with this kind of ClickUp app is if I go and talk to somebody in a networking event and I write down their name, I'll just, you know, if if I had a really good conversation with them and I really want to write it down right away, I'll go to the bathroom and just write it down. Or just write it down on a little piece of paper and then put it in the app later. It doesn't need to be like, you know, you're on your phone like, <laughs> typing things in it's like oh, yeah, a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> or if you just have their business card and maybe just on their business card, you write down their wife's name or their husband's name or yeah. something like that.
1: Especially if it's somebody that you're like, I would really love to work yes, with.
0: Yes, exactly. exactly. I mean, if you have no desire to work with that person, then you probably should still write it down and write, I have no desire to work with yeah. that person.
1: <laughs> Where do you I know that You don't get page. wrapped into it another time.
0: <laughs> But exactly. That was one that then, okay, so then by the end of the session or the event, I would try to maybe then go up and say bye to them and say their name again. Yeah. Oh, it was so nice to meet you. We'll have to get on the golf course soon. I hope you and your husband, John, have a great weekend here. Like I would try to repeat some of the things because then I'll remember it. If I say it again and I make a point to go and look at them again and say it again, I'll remember it. And so I've become a lot better at saying names or remembering names from that. But Clickup is the app that I use for all that. Do
1: you that. see me almost laughing? Yeah. Have you ever seen House Bunny? Oh, when, <laughs> when she's the joke fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That yep. But she repeats their names like the exorcist. Yep. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. You doing oh, it like that is the
0: greatest. Things. Yeah. That is the greatest. <laughs> I've done that in my head once or twice, but it just is like a, you know, it's an internal joke. I've yeah. never done it out loud. <laughs> I try to look at key things too. And I'm looking at people like, oh, their name's Michelle. My mom's name's Michelle. What about this person reminds me of my mom? Yeah. Oh, he knows, she's so a teacher I, as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's But uh, yeah, so then it's not as creepy as repeating their name like
1: the devil. Like the <laughs> devil, yeah. Anyways, so networking. On that <laughs> note, yeah.
0: Networking and relationship building, that's going to be a big one for Know Your Worth this year too is I really want to go to a lot of events this year. Okay. So not necessarily... Solely networking events, but I want to go to a couple conferences this year mm-hmm. and a couple of women in business events. And so, whether it's networking, whether it's vendor fairs, whether it's a conference, uh, presentation, things like that, I want to go to a lot more of those this year because I want to grow the podcast. I want to be talking a lot more to just different groups of people. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one for Know Your Worth this year, and for myself personally, is to get
1: to a lot of those events. Grab me a ticket, and yes. I will drive us. Yes. Sweet, okay. or fly us. Oh, I did just buy a ticket to oh, one in God. Dallas. God. Oh, God. I know. Who's going? Right now, just me. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to join? Yeah, I would. Yeah, so that one's not till the fall. But there's one in Florida in March, too. We'll see. working on my hand. Yeah, and
0: and then you build this into your budget, too, because then you have to price all it out. Yeah, so we're doing some networking and relationship building. And the final one kind of goes along with some of this conferences of what I've been saying, but it's personal and professional development. What are your goals for the current year and how are you going to get them? What do you need to do to get to that next level? Do you need to get better at public speaking so that when you're in live meetings with your clients, you're able to dictate what you want to say? So should you go to I don't know if this is a national thing or not. It might be. It's called Toastmasters. I feel like that is national. I feel like
1: I've heard of that. Um,
0: So they have it where like you practice giving speeches and talking to people and networking Hmm. and interacting. And it's meant for practicing. And it's also a networking situation itself, too. So that's a fun one. Some personal professional development. Some, like I said earlier with our team for Know Your Worth, I want to make sure that anybody that wants a certification can get a certification and different things. We want our new people to become QuickBooks certified and kind of work on some of that stuff. I love personal professional development. I do too. So I create a long list of like books that I want to read this year and have my like TBR for my fiction books that I want to read on my own time. And then what business books do I want to read or personal development books do I want to read too? Awesome. What are you going to do for some of your stuff? I feel like you've been quiet towards the end here. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm going to put you on the spot. I've just been really enjoying it. What are you going to do for some of your personal professional development this year?
1: Off the top of my head, I feel like my kids are a little bit older now and I was really into personal and professional development before I had them. Mm-hmm. And then they suck my soul away and yep, my identity became like wiping their butts. <laughs> but now they can wipe their own butts. So I feel like- <laughs> Super I can, helpful. Yes, yeah, super helpful. I just really encourage you to get to that spot in parenting before you decide <laughs> if you like it. But I think that maybe I'm going to get back to what makes Kristen yeah. and how do I want to improve as an individual now, not just as a mom. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So Very just cool. off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I think that's great. Cool, cool. I think that's great. So yeah, that's our top 12 things to
0: do for your business in the new year. And it's um, really comprehensive. Yeah. I think if you can get through this checklist, you're going to be really on your way to a good start for the new year.
1: Yeah. And we want to hear your goals. We want to hear yes. what you're working on, what your business is. So always reach out to us at knowyourworthpgh.com. Dot com.
0: yeah know you're pgh.com is our website yeah and then we got our email is info at know
1: you're pgh.com
0: so you can reach right. out there or our instagram handle is know your worth underscore PGH. pgh yes so give us a shout out tell us you like the episode or what didn't work for you for planning or what does so yeah.
1: let us know we would love to hear from you And we're like the people who, if you're leaving our house, we're going to follow you out to the driveway and say goodbye, like 12 times. Yes, We can never just end it. No. Yeah. So we're just going to end it. Have a good January.
0: Happy new year. (laughs) Happy new year. See you next week. If you found a bit of inspiration in this episode for achieving your sexy money goals, click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app or YouTube so that you never miss an episode. Are you ready to get a lot more strategic with your sexy money goals? You've been working hard. You want to make the most informed decisions possible on what you can afford, whether that's bringing on a new employee, investing in developing a new revenue stream, or making a big move with your personal finances. We can support you with a financial analysis to provide you with the tangible data that you need to make the best decision. Book a call with us and we'll share how we can work together to achieve your goals.